What is good? Welcome back, my fellow ballers, to another episode of Ballin' with Tyler Todd. Yeah, love was away for you for just one week, and now I have returned. Yeah, so to make up for that, we're going to have a little little NFL draft episode today. So obviously, NFL draft was last night, and yeah, a lot of good players off the board. In the top five alone, three edge rushers, two cornerbacks, and you could pretty much say this is the receiver draft because you had... Hmm, I don't know. Here we go. Let's start with this one. We had Drake London selected at 8. And then right after him shortly, we had Garrett Wilson selected at 10 to the Jets. And then New Orleans Saints selected Chris Olave. And for anyone that doesn't know, when I was in junior college, I took a digital broadcasting class where I we filmed local high you know, like kind of like a sports center type-esque show, but we did it for high school sports in the local area. Chris Olave is from San Marcos, California. For anybody that anybody that doesn't know who not know who I am, but I'm from Valley Center, California, which is North County area, and San Marcos is 40 minutes away. So this guy was at Mission Hills High School. He was in high school when I was in this class. So wow, comes full circle. Mission Hills High School, and then goes to Ohio State, and absolutely has an insane, insane college career when he is there. And now he's going to be a Saint. Many actually predicted that he was going to go to the Chargers. Which oh my gosh, ugh, ouch! I wish he did, but. We'll get to that later. And then right after him, Jamison Williams at 12. And then, hey, let's just, you know, let's just keep it going with the defense. Then we had, excuse me, what is his name? Jordan Davis, defensive tackle. He was a monster, another Chargers projected pick possibly to land there, but obviously he didn't. And a safety right after, Kyle Hamilton from the Baltimore Ravens. And then with the Houston Texans from the Eagles offensive guard and then another receiver Jahan Dotson from Penn State so let's just go back and look at those past I don't know eight eight picks so we have at eight we have Drake London there's one okay then we jump start to 10 there's Garrett Wilson who's and then we have 11 Chris Olave and just for anyone else that doesn't know Garrett Wilson is was Chris Olave's teammate at Ohio State so that's three right there and then, oh, hey, another one, Jameis Williams at, f- at fourth to that list. And then defensive tackle, safety, offensive guard, and then another receiver. So in a matter of eight, nine picks, in the top 20, five receivers were already taken. Top 20, five receivers taken. And now going to interior linemen, obviously, back-to-back picks, one and two, both edge rushers. And how cool is it for Aiden Hutchinson, who played for Michigan, Absolute monster, 6'7", 268, runs a 4'7", 4, 4, played for Michigan, is now playing for the Lions who who are based in Michigan, Detroit, Michigan. So it's pretty incredible. Also, his dad played professional football, so it's pretty incredible. But the first overall pick was Trayvon Walker, edge rusher from Georgia, 6'5", 272, runs a 4'5", 140. Just, I, literally just hearing just hearing those numbers is terrifying for a man of that stature. So just imagine him running full speed at you and wanting to hit you. Mm, doesn't sound fun. And then there's those. Those two obviously went back to back. And then you have two corners right after another. You have Derek Stinley Jr. from LSU who is basically regarded as the best corner in the draft. And then Ahmad Sauce Gardner right after him. Corner from Cincinnati. 6'3", 193 and runs a 4'4", 140. The most physical corner. They said a stat last night in the draft. I totally forgot. I'm going to have to like look it up like during this little session where I'm talking right now. But he allowed he allowed no it was he allowed no touchdowns in college and gave up six catches in for 78 yards his entire senior year. Dude, that is unheard of. 
okay, literally gets compared to former All-Pro cornerback Richard Sherman, okay? Like, that's pretty incredible, considering Sherman was the best corner, and I mean that, the best corner at one point in the league, when the Legion of Boom was, like, pretty, you know, firing off, so... Very defense, obviously a very defensive heavy draft, and I say that. But then there's five receivers taken in the top twenty, which is pretty insane. But mainly, what I wanted to get to is obviously my Chargers, my Chargers, my LA Chargers. Yes, LA. It's gross even saying LA, but regardless, the Chargers selected guard Zion Johnson at a Boston College. Got to be stoked with this pick. I don't care what any fan says. You have to be excited. They did it last year with Rashawn Slater, Pro Bowlers first year, All Rookie first team. He literally didn't miss, okay? Now we're going to do it the same year. We got a massive guard, 6'2", 312, one's a 518, 40-yard dash. Like, I mean, what else do you need to say? Oh, well, there's plenty more to say. The guy gets down. He's a big boy. Rating to it, they were doing a little, obviously, they always on NFL Network, they give a draft score for every player. They gave him an overall rating of 88. His athleticism is 93, and production at the position is 78. So all those numbers you can feel very comfortable with. Being a fan, you can feel comfortable with all those numbers, and you truly should. Also, 2021 first-team AP All-American selection. Okay, obviously you want that on the resume because we need that. Chargers need help. And then a 2021 first-team All-ACC selection. So the guy is just ripping nonstop. Two-stroke is pinned. Pro Football Focus, this little stat from them. One sack allowed in 2021 at a 348 pass rush snaps. That's good for any of you non-football people that don't know numbers. It's very good. And he also is an, a very, 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 very good pass protector, more so than a run blocker, but also had an 84.4 PFF run block grade in 2021, which was sixth in the ACC with a minimum of 200 snaps. So the guy gets down in the run game too. So basically for him, they have him moving in at right guard because the Chargers right side of the line is just an absolute catastrophe right now with Trey Pipkins, Michael Schofield, and Storm Norton kind of being on that side. We're still waiting for Ode Abushi to come back from the ACL surgery he had last year. Obviously, I don't think I don't know the timeline of when he is going to return. So for right now, we still have Rashawn Slater, this uh, stud, at starting left tackle, and then we have Matt Filer at left guard, and then Corey Lindsley, arguably one of the best centers at in the NFL at one point at center front. We got him from Green Bay last year on a big six-year contract in free agency, and now pretty much from Staley. Telesco's perspective, our GM and head coach's perspective, Zion Johnson will slide in at that guard spot. And hopefully, hopefully, I don't know, maybe they groom him and he can play everywhere. Because he did play, he played some other spots in college. He didn't just play guard. He pretty much played everywhere. If I'm not mistaken, let me look, let me look real quick. Yes, he played center and tackle. He can play, he can play literally everywhere on the line. So maybe... Obviously, the natural position is guard, but maybe the right tackle spot is so bad, like because it's been horrible. You pretty much can go back. You can go back and watch any film from any of the Charger games this year, and see that the right side is just vap, 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 immediately rushed. Literally, Herbert's getting rid of the ball in probably a second because the right side, Storm Norton, Schofield, and Trey Pipkins are not good. Straight up, they're just not good, and they needed to obviously shore that up. So what they do, they then got a guy from everything I just said, but then also another pro football focus stat, three sacks allowed in three seasons with Boston College, 1,074 pass block snaps. 
So on 1,000, yeah, 1,074 pass block snaps. So, oh, yeah, casually, just over 1,000 snaps. Gave up, gave up, gave up three sacks. You literally seriously can't get better than that. Pretty much consensus was the best overall lineman in the draft, and that's what the Chargers needed. Yes, you could argue the Chargers, yes, could have taken one of those five receivers that were taken in the first 20 picks. Obviously, like I said earlier, Chris Olave was rumored to go to them. Obviously, we need that kind of speedster in our receiving room. Obviously, we already have Keenan Allen, which is the route runner, great possession receiver, can just get he gets downfield has decent speed but not like breakaway speed like a Tyree Kill or like a Jalen Waddle or something like that and then we have Mike Williams the old-fashioned you know Vincent Jackson big physical receiver great hands can run decent routes we have that covered and then we have tight ends that are physical we have Trey McKitty Jared Cook guys that can jump up Donald Parham guys that are tall physical can block and catch the ball can also run block pass block pretty much can do everything we drafted Joshua Palmer last year out of Tennessee I think he was supposed to be, or I mean, I'm not going to say supposed to because it's only literally, it's going to be his second year. I can't even give, I can't say anything bad about him because it's been one year. He, Yeah, I can't like dog him already, but I think he is going, they drafted him with the expectation of him being that speedster, you know, get downfield, punt returner-esque type guy, you know, returning kicks, punts, can do special teams, has good hands, is really quick off the line from, from the get-go. And that's why a lobby was very alluring for the Chargers because you have a guy that runs routes really well, is extremely fast, can catch the ball. Yes, he's undersized, like a majority of receivers usually are most of the time, but then you have corners that are undersized, so it doesn't really matter at that point. It just matters who's the better player and more athletic and who, who can make the obviously who can make the play. So he was rumored to go to us at one point, and obviously got my hopes up a little bit for that one because, I mean, a, a receiver room of – Joshua Palmer, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Chris Olave sounds excellent. But we can be fine with that, at, you know, with this pick with Zion Johnson because the line is a massive issue. It's been the biggest issue in the past three, four years. It's been the biggest problem with the Chargers. It seriously has. You look back even when Phil Rivers was the quarterback. Garbage. Like garbage hours getting sacked every game with a bunch of no-name backup dudes. So I just like that. Finally, the Chargers are addressing their needs. Not just the Chargers. Tom Telesco is addressing the needs. But also, they need to figure out the defensive tackle. Like, now. That role needs to be filled because the edge is set. Joey Bosa, Cleo Mack, dangerous, okay? Jerry Tillery, former first-rounder from Notre Dame a couple years ago. Yes, he's an interior guy. Just hasn't lived up the expectations in three or four years. Like, really needs to step it up. We have Limbo Joseph, nose tackle. He's veteran. Is an is a solid, solid nose tackle, but he's like, let me let me look up his age, bro. He's just, I think he's, he's like a he's like a bag of potatoes now, like a bag of saggy potatoes. Yeah, thirty three years old, lugging around three twenty three at six four. So the guy is just getting up there in age, but we have to kind of move away, obviously, from that because we still have the rest of the draft left today and then tomorrow to figure out the rest of those picks. So. Zion Johnson, obviously a great pick, very excited, and as all Chargers fans should, because this just means more protection and time for Justin Herbert. For all of you who don't know Justin Herbert, he's really good, 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 good. Yeah, pinch me, how about twist me? Okay, guy is super good, okay? And Zion Johnson basically makes it big, gets to make Herbert feel even more comfortable, not give up as much pressures, and just provide more for the offense, especially in the run game too, because we really need help with that as well, so... 
I'm just very, for my opinion, I'm just very excited about the pick. I mean, who doesn't, this is the thing, Lyman is never the flashy pick ever. It's never the flashy pick, but it always is the necessary one. Yes, defense builds championships, and I totally agree. But the offensive line, although not the sexiest and coolest picks, they are the necessary picks to have a winning offense and a winning football team. That is that is plain and simple. So very, I'm very excited about the pick. Obviously, I don't know what route we're, route we're going for now on day two and then to day three. Obviously, like I said earlier, defensive tackle needs to be shored up. So hopefully they address that in round three. And then after that, corner, offensive line, and then really just work on the defense because the offense is pretty loaded. So, yeah, um, aside from that pick, obviously very excited about the season in general, as any fan should be. I mean, that's that's a Charger fan speaking, but obviously football is coming up. Obviously, it's the first. this is the first day we get to see of some sort of football, per se, action. So get a little taste of that to what's to come. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to another exciting season. Obviously, last year was not what they wanted and what I wanted as a fan, but pretty much it's the same every year. Hey, this is going to be our year. All the analysts hype them up. This is going to be their year. They're good on paper. It's always that stupid phrase. They're good on paper. I hate that crap. Just so dumb. Like, it's not – yes, we can look good on paper all we want, but if we don't execute on the field or, you know, you know, do the plan, like, then it's not going to work. So, obviously, still very excited. I mean – you have to be. Any any fan of whatever team you are, you have to be stoked. So a great pick, in my opinion. It only makes things better for the offensive line and offense in general for the run game and the pass game. And really, it just makes it good for the whole team because they did need that to be addressed. So, yeah, besides that, um, wow, what else, what else can I say? Football is upon us, which is incredible. Um, for all you that don't know out there, I do work for the Diamondbacks. I have said it before, but um, that job has been absolutely incredible. Um, seeing the Diamondbacks take two out of three games from the Dodgers is uh, seriously the best thing on this earth, and I don't care what anyone says because the Dodgers are the absolute worst. And, yeah, they're supposed to be the best team this year. And I mean, on paper, again, yes, they are the best team on paper, but they also are producing as the best team in the league, aside from the Mets in the National League. The Mets do have the best record, but the Dodgers, I think, are the best team in baseball. So pretty incredible working three games against the Dodgers and seeing two out of three wins. I worked the game. Um, obviously, I worked the whole homestand. I got to see David Peralta hit a two-run bomb to take a 5-3 lead. In it. Set, I think it was seventh or eighth inning. Absolutely insane at the park, even though I was on the visitor side cheering. So pretty funny, that kind of funny aspect. But seriously, it was a very awesome game. And then uh, and then on Wednesday's game, yeah, it was 3-1, but I'm so glad we won because the Dimebacks, I mean, I work for them. I want them to succeed. I want them to be good, and I don't want to see them lose because that's not fun. When you're cheering for them, you want them to win. And I live here. They're like sort of my team. Like they kind of are my team. So I like want them to be good. And I think any baseball fan can agree when you beat the Dodgers, it's a win. So aside from that, baseball's good. Football's coming up. Hockey playoffs are starting, which is also incredible. And how about those Phoenix Suns? Absolutely incredible. Moving on to the second round. Phoenix Suns Championship 2022. NBA champs this year. I'm calling it right now. What time is it? It is 5, five o'clock. 5.01, 5.02, I'm counting it right now. The, no, no, that wouldn't make sense because I'm already I'm already 15 minutes in. 5.15, there we go. That makes sense. The Suns are going to win the championship this year. NBA champs, Suns, 2022. Will we have a repeat of last year, Bucks, Suns, and then the Suns winning this time? Flip the script. Little Doctor Strange multiverse action going back in time? I hope so. But thank you all for checking out this episode of Ball with Tyler Todd. I'm your host, Tyler Todd. 
and it's been a fun one. Um, obviously, still doing this weekly, every Friday at 5 p.m. I posted a TikTok today, kind of just re- referencing to the draft, just you know, being active on the platform. And my Instagram, trying to be more active on TikTok to then get the Instagram going too because I feel like TikTok is more of like a fun platform to do things rather than Instagram is. It's more people are more active on there. So I'm going to start using TikTok more and then I'll still post my Instagram like stories and then, you know, I'll, I'll post about like I, the episode I, I did today and then maybe updates for the upcoming week and stuff like that. But yeah, just keep following along. I appreciate all the love and support. This podcast on Spotify, at Bond with Tyler Todd. Apple Podcasts. It's the same name for all of them. Apple, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google, Spotify, all at Ballin' with Tyler Todd. Instagram, at, at Ballin' with Tyler Todd, same thing. And the handle, TikTok, it's the exact same. So yeah, follow all the socials and uh, just keep supporting it. I love doing this for all of you. So yeah, thank you for checking in. Next week at Friday at 5 p.m. I will see you then. Peace.